today since it's 521, but maybe tomorrow. All right. Uh, we uh, welcome in from Fox 44, Mandy Knight. Mandy, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? We are terrific. We appreciate your time. And, Mandy, we are, we're 10 days, I guess, from high school football. How excited are you and the staff to, to get it going? I'm sure you're like we are. We're, we're kind of bouncing off the walls. <laughs> Oh, absolutely, yes. Matt Roberts and myself, we are very excited, as always, at you know, this time of year. And we have our preview for our high school football show that Thursday, um, August 26th. And we've got everyone covered. I mean, it's about 50 schools that he and I both have uh, gone to for the previews. And, oh, my gosh, there's going to be so many, you know, there's gonna have, we're going to have new breakout players. We're going to have teams like, oh, my Man, I don't even know where to start, but yeah, we—you can hear the excitement. I, I am very uh, looking forward to this football season. Mandy, how much different is this football season than last year? Is there a different vibe with the programs you've been visiting so far? Oh, I mean, without a doubt, because simply the COVID, yes, COVID nineteen, we're not out of the woods with that. But I feel like that really hindered some programs, just because you know you weren't able to spend a lot of time with the head coaches, if it was a new coach. I mean, I've covered several schools that uh, I was at Conference Cove earlier uh, earlier today, and they were talking about the players, just how it was so difficult. You know, Jason Hammett took over uh, last year with his first year, and so they didn't really have a lot of that one-on-one time. So the fact that they were able to do you know, seven-on-seven and actually spend quality time in 2021 together, it has done astronomical things for their performances on the field and off the field as well. And they talked about a family atmosphere and everything. But, yeah, it's, it's been great. And uh, finally, uh, happy to hopefully, you know, put all that stuff behind us as uh, we, we continue to move forward. One of the districts you covered that, that I also get a, an opportunity to cover is Temple and that 12-6A with Temple and all the Colleen schools. And uh, how much comparity or – in this conference is there, I mean, in this district, excuse me, because of the fact that you have Temple coming in as a district champion from last year, but those Colleen schools seem to be improved. Belton under second-year head coach, uh, Coach Sniffin now, a little bit more ground covered underneath his feet. So the parity in this district should be fun to watch. What do you think about it so far? Without a doubt, and Temple, they had a phenomenal run last year, and uh, it's, it's funny, uh, Scott Stewart was talking about how it seems like almost every single year he, you know, they, they, they have to uh, work on their offensive line, uh, you know, this upcoming season. But um, I love the way he hunts his practices. I mean, I feel like it's, yeah, I'm at a college practice with, the, you know, how serious everyone is. And uh, so, I mean, Temple has always been a <clears throat> successful program. And as you were saying, Ward, I mean, that district is so talented. And you look at Shoemaker last year, I mean, they went 5-2 and two in the district, but those two losses were so close, including it was a one-point loss to Parker Heights that, you know, it was like came down to the very, very end. So I feel like with this, with a, specifically with this district, you can't really look at the record necessarily for an indication to see how, you know, talented a team is because so many of those games, they're so close and they come down to the wire. But, you know, that's a good thing for us in the sports media world because we are guaranteed almost every Thursday night down in Colleen, we're going to have a show. And then, of course, on, on Fridays when everyone matches up. And, yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Let's talk about Waco and Waco University, both of them with new coaching staff and having an opportunity to kind of get those staffs in in the spring and get ready for this fall. There's a lot of excitement there, and, of course, you can hear Tom on the call for Waco, and then we'll have University on our sister station as well this coming up fall. But there's a lot of excitement for both of those programs right now. 
Oh, without a doubt. And, uh, I mean, and it's interesting if you look at some of the schools. Um, I don't I want those specific names, but, you know, you look at a program and it maybe they didn't capture a win for a very, very long time. And then, you know, suddenly there's that first win. And then it's kind of, you know, they say there's that saying winning is contagious. So I think, you know, as for all programs, I mean, once a program gets that taste of winning, get they understand what it takes to do to get that W. I just think it, it truly is contagious. And, uh, yeah, that, those two schools will be will be very uh, very exciting uh, to, to follow uh, you know, this, uh, this high school football season, without a doubt. Is, is there another school that you've talked to so far that you think has made big strides in the offseason and you're expecting big things for them that they may not be one of the usual suspects? Uh, without a doubt. I would have to say Marlin. And uh, reason being, so I went up, I was walking up to their practice and I was looking around and I was thinking, holy cow, I mean, there are so many kids here. And and I guess it had a little bit to do with a little bit more of a, a re-discuss. Uh, they got a little bit uh, larger amount of uh, students uh, this, this year. But I spoke with the uh, principal and uh, the athletic director, and they were just over the moon about the interest from all the kids in their program. And, and they have a lot of talent, that, talent there as well. And, I mean, honestly, there are so many uh, – there's a lot. I don't want to uh, just keep it – keep it to just one school it's, it's very very hard and uh another school that i've talked to that i'm really looking forward to is lake belton and we know they aren't able to you know play in the playoffs and compete for a state title just because of that probationary period from having a new high school but i'm telling you Ward, next year when those juniors are seniors i would not be surprised if they make a run at the state title i mean it's uh it was really neat seeing all of them practice this morning and they have a very very talented squad and uh and as we know, Lake Belton uh, Athletics, they have had a lot of success uh, this past year. Mandy Knight, Fox 44, with us here on Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. And, Mandy, let's switch gears and talk a little college and UMHB, someplace that you are every Saturday in, in the excitement going into the season, ranked number two. Is that a fair spot for this team coming off that conference championship in the spring? Well, you know, we, we get to cover the team, and we I feel like we have – have an inside look of the behind the scenes and, and how you know incredible of a program is and, and the great uh, coach that Pete Frenberg is. I think it could have been either one or two. Of course, Mountain Union, yes, they they have more rings to show for. But you know, sometimes they, you know there's that old saying where you can throw preseason polls out the window, even though it does mean something. But I think that they very well could have been number one. I mean, I think the Crusaders. They, Mountain Union and, and UMHB, I would love to see those two match up uh, in the national championship game. And I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. I mean, on offense, the Crusaders are bringing back nine starters. And on defense, they're bringing back ten starters. That's what they're projecting to bring back. And, I mean, they have, you know, like Tommy Bowden, uh, Kyle King. They, they both uh, did really well last season. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm always, as always, very looking forward to uh, – UMHB football, without a doubt. Do you think that that spring schedule gave them a little bit of advantage going into the fall? I think I think so. I mean, Coach Frenberg talked about it where, you know, there's kind of that fine line just because you don't want to push them too, too hard in the spring because a couple weeks down the road, you know, they have uh, – they start practices uh, for for the fall, but I think it did help them just to propel them into the off season. Uh, you know, as as the conference champ. NFL Cowboys coming up on their third preseason game. No action for Dak. In fact, he may not get any playing time on Saturday against the Texans. It just depends on how the week goes for him and how well he feels. Uh, Mike McCarthy said, "Is that concerning, or does that become a problem with Dak not getting any preseason action?" think 
so at all. I mean, after that second MRI that they had done, they, they basically, what they were expecting, the results were that his uh, shoulder strain, it, it's healing. So I, I think there's no reason to push Prescott forward to, to get in. I mean, it's, it's the Texans. There's a <laughs> need. I, I don't really need to say a lot more, but and, and it's the preseason. And the fact is the preseason, yes, there's guys that you want to see uh, get some reps. I mean, it's been fun to watch Micah Parsons. And of course, with the uh, hard knock, it's been, I'm excited to see him develop as one of the team leaders in the next few years. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really worried about Dak Prescott. I mean, he, he's a cowboy for life. He's expressed that. And if it was an injury related to his ankle or lower, you know, leg or anything like that, I think that could be of some concern. But the fact that, you know, his shoulder, I believe he was really was overcompensating a little bit. And he admitted himself that he did not warm up properly before that throw. So I guess it was a little bit of a learning lesson. And he actually made a joke about saying it was his birthday and uh, maybe he's getting old. And But, yeah, <laughs> not worried at all. Episode number two of Hard Knocks coming up tonight. Are you excited about that? And what do you think about uh, the episode that aired last week? Oh, I'm very excited. I have it uh, set up to record. And I was a little surprised with Ezekiel Elliott pulling up on uh, his phone how to wrap a present. I was like, come on, man, you need to wrap it perfectly. I mean, honestly, my family laughs because I'm a terrible present wrapper. I mean, hey, it's going to be torn off anyway. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty neat. It gave everyone an inside look to the Cowboys and everything. And, yeah, definitely, I I think that it was the perfect year for the Cowboys to be on hard knocks again. Mandy, keep up the great work. We appreciate you joining us here on Game Time. And uh, have fun out at the practices, and we'll see you at the stadium. Absolutely. Take care, Ward. That is Mandy Knight, Fox 44, as uh, she is out doing shoots right now.